0: Hey, telling on ourselves is not affiliated with Alcoholics Anonymous. We do not speak for Alcoholics Anonymous. We simply are here sharing what we've learned in our program of recovery. Hopefully it can help you, your friends, your family, and just get through another day a little bit easier. It surely helps us.
1: I'm Bree. I'm Lynn. I'm Vicky, and we're telling, telling on ourselves, ourselves. Yeah. again, again, over and over and over, and
2: we'll keep on doing it
1: every week. Giddy on up,
2: <laughs> giddy up. So welcome to another week of exciting um, revelations and. Misdemeanors,
0: which will probably... We got a misdemeanor in our Maybe.
2: Definitely some revelations. Uh, This week's topic is going to be resentments, expectations, boundaries. What, what? But we're going to start off with our first thought wrong, and I won the toss today. You're the winner. I am. We're all winners. Gosh (laughs) darn it. We're all winners. So... it was a super busy week, and Frodo said hello. It was a super busy week for me. Um, so, you know, it always happens when you're overworked, hungry, um, you know, things, you become a lot more sensitive to the universe. That that happens with all of us. And it was also my birthday week, and it was Vicky's hey, birthday baby. week. And next week is Bree's birthday week. We're with some Cancer Sisters up in here. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, I had a long day Thursday. Birthday was on Thursday, and um, when... Hung out with friends, then Friday. Basically, I had plans every day. So Saturday, um, was meeting some friends for dinner, and um, one of my friends was more subdued than normal. Um, and you know, I'm one of those people. I like to think I'm an empath, but really, I'm just codependent. Um, I really picked up on her energy, and through the entire dinner, I had to keep stopping myself because my first instinct every single time was to go, "Ooh, what's wrong? What can I do? What you know?" Taking it on myself like like, I needed to do something to fix that situation. And then I'd rein it back in and go, nope, not not for me to fix, not for me to fix. So that, you know, that scary codependence, which is one of my big, big, big character defects, which we're going to talk about later, um, I kept going, and I always talk about my wagon wheel rut, and that's, that's one of my probably deepest ruts, is my constant need to make sure that everybody else is happy and... Um, I, I was getting caught up in it, and when that happens, I'm not in the moment, and I wasn't enjoying the conversation and the laughter and the love of being there with my friends and celebrating, and just, you know, that, that, that little love fest that should have been going on, and I kept finding my brain being preoccupied, so.
0: So what was first thought right?
2: My first thought right was, rain it in, sister, this isn't for you to fix.
0: I love it. Yeah. I have to tell you about an experience when I was with some friends for dinner and um, my one friend who is in recovery um, was frustrated because it took over an hour to get our food and um, we were all like too, too hungry. You know how when you're too hungry, you're even more hungry than you really are. So what she did Because I went through almost exactly the same thing, Lynn. And I was like, oh, my God, how do I make her feel better? How do I make the waiter feel better? How do I make the whole restaurant not know that we're all stressed out because it's been (laughs) 45 minutes? And what she did was she, in her anger, this is what what good sobriety is. In her anger, she says, don't take it on. This is not yours. This is mine. And she said it to the whole table. Mm -hmm. And eat your food. Cause our food came and hers was wrong, of course. She's like, "Eat your food." Cause we're all like, "Should we eat?" I'm like, "I don't know what to do right now." And and she's like, "Don't take it on. This is mine. This is not yours. I don't want you not to eat." And she gave us permission to eat. And I was like, "Thank you, God," because what? I was hungry, hungry hippo. But um, it was it was what a
2: great evolved person.
0: Yeah. Kudos to her. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah yeah I mean I would never when I'm upset I don't think to do that yet Uh, like we're all going (laughs) on a hunger strike no one's eating. no we were leaving (laughs) we were throwing things down and walking out the door and
2: when you got low blood sugar there's no clear thought process there's Mm -mm. nothing except i mean you get total tunnel vision with the blinders on
0: yeah so that was huge and and that's huge of you so like this kind of goes with the whole thing that we always talk about like we're toddlers when we learn Mm -hmm. boundaries and when we learn things and like you're on your way to doing that and that was your your version of it like Doing it, not doing it. Doing it, mm-hmm. not doing it. And it depends on where we're at. It doesn't matter how much sobriety right. we have.
2: And let me tell you, I was uncomfortable for at least the first half of the, the, the meeting meal, you know, while we were talking. At least the first half. Because I couldn't I couldn't get out of my head to enjoy, like I said, be mindful and be in the moment. I couldn't get out of my head. But I didn't act on it. So for me, that's a huge win. That's, that's like a, a huge victory. That's a victory, victory,
0: victory, yeah. victory. High five to that. High fives. Sweet. So. sweet Caroline, dun, dun,
2: dun. I wonder if they really enjoy our singing as much as we do. I Probably not. <laughs> Let us know. Or don't. Or don't. Or <laughs> because no. we're all
0: sensitive cancers. Yeah, we don't want to have a resentment against you. <laughs> yeah, because resentments are the chief offender, right? Yeah. <laughs> or the number one offender. The number one offender. Well, I think Lynn's going to start us off with the... De- definition of resentment
2: yes I am because I am the uh, leader of our geek squad and when you know especially when I first started doing step work this was really interesting my first sponsor gave me worksheets to work out before we met uh, for the steps and I would find the Webster dictionary definition of those words and then I would refer back to the big book and I I needed to it's like I needed to know the differences and the similarities because in, in that we're talking about the toddler steps um, it's really important to understand the similarities. So I'm, I'm a big fan of definitions because when I'm really having a hard time formulating um, the idea and the thought process through something like resentments, if I get a definition, that helps me on my road to and understanding.
0: I'm going to say something really quick. Mm-hmm. The big book was written in the 19, early 30s, and so a lot of it doesn't make sense. And I did the same thing mm-hmm. with definitions, but guess what? this is the bet that you're about to read is a magic thing if you are in the program and you are reading the big book it's called the little big book dictionary and concordance for included words so here's the thing not only does this tell us what the word means but it tells us what the word meant then
1: yeah
0: because brainstorm doesn't mean what it meant then now so anyways that's, I, 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 if I could sell that book to you, if I, would, if I would purchase this, I mean, I would recommend anybody that has the big book and has trouble reading buy it. So anyways, without further ado, here's the definition.
2: Here is the definition of resentments. It is a persistent feeling of ill will and suppressed anger caused by a sense of injustice, insult, injury, offense, or wrong done.
0: Which makes me want to drink by just hearing the definition. Yep.
1: And I can feel that word. Yes. Resentment. Yeah.
2: So. Um, a
1: persistent feeling. Like that feeling of resentment is hot and liquidy over my body. It's like volcano. When I'm, when I'm in it. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a flood of, flood of anger.
0: And what, for me, drinking did was cooled it down. Mm-hmm. It
2: just
1: calmed me down.
2: Yeah. Made me not care. It, it put out the fire. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Pot did that for me. Yeah. I think my drinking actually probably made them worse sometimes. Resentments. Yeah, and then I'd start to, like, cry and get angry and, and say n- not nice things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the, the, the coolant was the pot. Then yeah. I was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. And you. I don't care. Right. And and when I I drank, I was
0: fine at the beginning, right? Oh yeah. (laughs) But then at the end, woo! Did I? I remember one time, and we lived in Salem, Massachusetts, and it was right before we got married, and we got into a fight. It it was like late night. We went and got this um, these beefs, and and I don't know what they call them out there. What it was, but it was really good. And a chocolate shake. A lar- of course, I got a large chocolate <laughs> shake in my drunken stupor. And I'll never forget, I got pissed at him. And I threw it. threw it on the ground <laughs> in the kitchen. And I'm telling you, I found chocolate... All around the kitchen, all around him, all around me, it was like total drunken. It was like a resentment chocolate shake all over the place. Oh
2: God, that's funny. I was gonna say with resentments, it's that you're so angry and you don't have anywhere to direct all of this this um, anger and bitterness. And so we end up injuring ourselves, whether it's what you did with the chocolate shake or by drinking. It's like you just, you you can't do it. It's like there's nowhere for you to put it to get it out. And so the only thing we know to do is to numb it and shut it up for a minute.
1: Well, because I think when you hold in resentments, too, it can manifest physically into, like, headaches or pain, sickness, sickness, disease of alcoholism. ironically (laughs) you know what's so good about brie is she is
0: she is on point with stating the obvious
1: (laughs) you really are call me captain obvious (laughs) can't be tan what was i reading there was something oh the biggest reason why people don't heal are regrets and resentments
2: yeah i had a whole lot and I, still, and I still battle it. Um, I was telling them, it's like, oh, yeah, this week. And it's because I was really busy at work. I was really tired. I was stressed. So it, it was like, you know, the, in the flash of a second, I could feel a resentment coming on. But the beauty of it is now I recognize it at the beginning of that cycle instead of at the end or in the middle. And I can talk myself out of it generally. Okay.
1: Do a play-by-play for me of how you talk yourself out of it. Because I... I have stress in my life right now, and uh-huh. I've been feeling like that—that that anger, that resentment, about to happen, building up a bubbling lot, up. Bubbling, bubbling up, bubbling up, bubbling a lot of, you know, some people at work, just some people in my life, some whatever, and its i, I feel a bubble. What's your thought? What's your talk down, Lynn? What, what do you—what
2: well, do you practice? It, of course, it's situational, but. For instance, this week, um, I had uh, three big events in four days. So my job is pretty low-key most of the time, like seriously low-key compared to some high-stress jobs. Because I'm in food service. I'm a chef. And I work uh, solo now in this little kitchen. And generally, most days, I feed between 12 and 30 people one meal. But um, I had three big events in addition to my normal responsibilities. And what I jokingly say this all the time, I feel like all I do is wash dishes and sometimes cook. And it's the dishes that send me over the edge. And um, the other staff, which is, it's not not their thing. They don't need to know about it. They don't need to worry about it. But they were like, oh, you've got a busy week this week. Is there anything you need? And in my head, I'm going, yeah, you can wash some fucking dishes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> bam you told them did in you my tell head? them no I, oh, said my I said it in my head I said it in my head over and over and over again and then I start like stomping around my little kitchen going well seriously why are they not asking me if they can really help and if they would come in here and say come into the kitchen and go what can I do for you right now so it I started snowballing into that that thinking of why aren't they if they're truly if they truly care about what I need and what would help me this week then why aren't they really asking me and I, I just had to take a step back and look at it and go if I really need help then I need to ask and yeah. if I'm not asking that's on me but it took me a while, Bree. And it's because I'd gotten so overwhelmed. And it's funny because at the beginning of the week, Vicki asked me, she said, so what are you doing to deal with your week? Because I'd been talking, I knew it was coming. I was anticipating it, had a little bit of anxiety. And I, without hesitation, I said, one day at a time. It's like, I can only take care of the day that I have. I can't worry about tomorrow yet because there's too much. And that helped me with my resentments. It's like, if I'm not worried about what I need to get done right now, then all the stuff that I'm being resentful about, it's just going to get worse and worse. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes okay. sense.
1: But I think the key there, too, is your th- next thought, you, you were snowballing, mm-hmm. and then you said, okay, what's my part? Yeah. So that's also what we practice yes. on, in one of the steps that's supposed to help us clear, yeah. but, clear out those resentments is, yeah. okay, this is how I feel about it. Feelings aren't sure. facts. What's my part in it? What can I do differently to get you know, what I want or to get what I need or you know maybe... Mm-hmm. I just move, move on from move it. Move on and
2: do it. Um, and again, I will stress full transparency. I don't do this automatically, and I don't do it immediately. It takes me a while. But at least now when I am starting to do the hamster wheel in the brain, and I feel getting, you know, that um, I'm starting to spin out of control with, with the resentments, then I, I'll go outside. And this is what I did this week. I went and weeded. I have a little garden at work. I would go weed in the garden. And I would just take like five minutes. Grounding. Yep. And well, you can catch it. yourself.
1: Yeah. Because that toxic thinking yeah. isn't fun anymore. So when your resentments are stewing, it might be, you know, you might go on and on for a couple minutes, but then eventually it's kind of a gross feeling.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, right. That, so what and I'm so you noticing, catch yourself. Yeah, what I'm noticing in this conversation is um, we are all, we're talking about how we feel, but we're not talking about feelings. We're talking about how we physically feel. Like we're noticing it in ourselves, right? Um, and I think that is... You could tell there's some evolution in our recovery because of it. Because I think that when you're new in recovery, we don't notice how it affects our body. And I think when we do that, mm-hmm. it's easier to stop it from overspilling. Like yeah. I remember they said, Where in your body do you feel this or feel that? And I think that's a really good basic tool that I was able to put into place right away in recovery to kind of catch myself before I went over the top because I would be a, a hold it and 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 throw the chocolate shake in the entire <laughs> kitchen. I mean, it, there was, I was cool, 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 cool. No, like I used to say, oh, I have a really long leash, but when I get mad, I'm a you know? I mean, it's just, that was my resentment MO. Yeah, It's not anymore. Yeah. Thank God.
2: And can I also say, because now you know I'm, I'm overanalyzing, to, if anyone that I work with is listening, I don't expect you to wash oh. my dishes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other part of my crazy brain. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. God. oh God, oh God, oh God. It would be
0: really nice if they did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I did. I told them on Thursday, because I had to do breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and I was looking for a bowl in the afternoon, and it was like nasty, dirty in the sink, and I told them I almost sat down on the floor and cried. I'm like... Watch one more fucking bowl, I'm going to lose my mind. Well,
1: Lynn, I would like to say that sometimes washing dishes can be very meditative. (laughs) She's giving me the middle finger right now. And I'm going to tell you this, girls. I was doing that basically just to be a smart ass. Sorry, Lynn. I don't have a job,
0: but my dishes have been out of control. But... There's something to it. It's because I'm cooking more uh-huh. because I don't go spend money. Because before, all, I didn't cook. I just shopped out. I yep. just, whatever, yep. you know? So it's a it's a problem, and I hate doing the dishes. And some of it is my kid. Let's talk about resentments. <laughs> I know my kids don't listen to this. You spell resentments, so so
1: K-I-D-S. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, those are not my dishes that are in the sink right now. But they're not here all weekend, so what, am I going to just let them sit there? And, like, I have this system, because I have one of these water filter pitchers, so in order to fill it, I have to put it in in the the certain side of the sink. So, I'm like, always, I don't care if you leave your dishes, just put them on this side of the sink, and I'll put them in the dishwasher, but I really do care, and I tell, usually they're pretty good about putting Uh them away, but... Man, oh man, when they are in that one side of the sink and I'm trying to get my water filled up, I'm like, these kids can't you. So I guess resentments are alive and flowing in my life. God, the the who's their mother? is active.
1: <laughs> well, and it's, sometimes it's more volatile than other times. Yeah. You think? Yeah.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree.
1: So I don't know why, but lately I've been I've been on a roll and it's kind of like you get stuck in a rut of the Mm -hmm. nasty feelings too. So your resentments play out, you let them play out just a little bit longer because you kinda wanna stew in it a little bit longer. And then I start going to like vengeful thinking. I have all these great fantasies in my mind about how I'm gonna blow up their world, you know. I love it. Yeah. Tell me a fantasy. You you could use me. I can't. Yeah. Oh, one of those. No, Lynn, not one of those. (laughs) Wait. Remember when we were talking about fantasy books? Well, like, I mean, I shared my first thought wrong a couple weeks ago where I fantasized that I would go to the bathroom and I'd come out and the check would be paid or something, Oh, yeah, you know? like, yeah. Uh, that was my vengeful, like, okay, well, if you're not going to grab it now, I'm going to, you know, leave yes. to make it very clear. And then, it, like, it's joke was out. on me. Yes. <laughs> then it came back. But, um, I mean, I, I think that way all the time. Sometimes, you know, I, I can catch myself thinking, okay, this person hurt me. How can I hurt them?
0: That's sometimes my first thought wrong. That's very raw, and I'm proud of you for saying that.
1: Yeah. And then I do the second thought right, which is, okay, I can't fix other people. I can't change them. God bless them. Change me. What can I do? And usually it's usually it's just walking away. Yeah. And, and it's like praying, dear God, please help me. I'm so angry. Please help me.
0: So there's this thing that I learned in early sobriety and that I continue to learn and that I have to learn a lot. And it's called the pause. Mm. Mm. And one of our friends has a pause button tattooed onto her wrist, um, which is in the form of a beautiful butterfly. But she, um, you know, she always says she has to hit her pause button. But that's what we've learned, right? Like, that is what keeps me from having chocolate shake, from having a resentment shake. Chocolate shake. Volcano. Volcano. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I do want to read... Something that's in the big book. And, Bree, what was it that we were talking about earlier? Oh, page 68. The resentments will kill us. Oh, yeah. Resentments are the number one offender. Resentments are the number one offender. It destroys more alcoholics than anything else. From it stem all forms of spiritual disease. For we have been not only mentally and physically ill, we have been spiritually sick. When the spiritual malady is overcome, we straighten out mentally and physically. In dealing with resentments... We set them on paper. We listed people, institutions, or principles with whom we were angry. We We asked ourselves why we were angry. In most cases, it is found that our self-esteem, our pocketbooks, our ambitions, or our personal relationships, including sex, were hurt or threatened. So we were sore. We were burned up.
2: And, you know, it's funny, um, while you were talking, I just had my little ding, 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 um, neon sign. Uh, When you were talking back to me after I talked about resentments and you said that, or maybe it was Bree said, but you asked what part you played in that. I didn't learn that tool until I did the fourth step. That's when I learned how important that tool is in getting yourself out of that trench. Because it's not just a rut; it's a trench. Oh yeah. Or mine was anyway. Right. Mine what was, was a, my
1: part? Yeah.
2: What did what I? Could what could I have
1: done differently? What
2: did I do Both to of get those myself? Components. Yeah. What did I do, and what could I have done differently?
1: And what did I do? And then I what do? am I gonna
2: do now? Yeah.
1: And what what did I do to start I just this got emotion? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's part of healing, too. I think when you can release someone else from, because, I mean, you're just blaming, right? When yeah. you have a resentment, and you're just blaming. And when you're able to release them from the blame, so to speak, in your mind and mm-hmm. kind of just focus on what you can control and what part you played, I mean, there, that is, that is yeah. a lot of healing. A lot of healing happens there. And kind of like what the big book says, it frees you up. It, it clears out a lot of gunk so that you can...
2: You have room for, yeah. for the good stuff. For the good stuff. stuff. Yeah, I used to never understand how people said they would forgive someone that's done a really atrocious thing to them, whether, you know, like, I'm talking big, like, murder, and when they say they forgive them and they're doing it for themselves, I never... It's like I got, I got the words and I understood the concept, kind of, but I didn't understand it. I didn't understand how a person is able to forgive someone for themselves. And it really, it's just letting it go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and that is such a hard process mm-hmm. to get through. And there's something that my friend, my same evolved friend, always talks about. That's in the big book that just you guys are making me think of. And this is part of, um, this is part of the solution of the resentments. And it says we were prepared to look at it from an entirely different angle. Like what was our part, right? We began to see the world and its people really dominated us. In that state, the wrongdoing of others. Fancied or real had power to actually kill. How could we escape? We saw that these resentments must be mastered, but how? We could not wish them away any more than alcohol. So, what I find so interesting about that part is fancied or real, because what happens is we, you were talking about it earlier, that a resentment is something we live over and over and over, mm-hmm. and over again, and sometimes we make it up to be something that it really wasn't right Yep, yeah. and we still it still has the power to bring us down
2: yep i just thought of this wow this is this is so fun um my sister and i <laughs> used to have a really antagonistic complicated relationship because we didn't really have parents in our lives to help us um become bigger, better adults. So she was my parent for a while, and then we kind of switched roles. But when we started you know, growing into our different roles as adults, there was a lot of push and pull. And she used to get so frustrated. I won't say angry. I'll say frustrated. Because I would say, but you, da-da-da-da-da. And she's like, you don't know how I feel. And it was like I was projecting what I thought she was going to feel like or what I would imagine I would feel like. And she would get so frustrated with me because she would constantly say, you don't know how I feel. Don't tell me how I feel. And I didn't understand it at the time. And when you were talking just then, it's like I I get that now. It's like when you're trying to fix something and you're angry at someone, you don't know what they're going through, what they've been through, how they're perceiving any of that. So you may have made this huge resentment of something that they did. It never even occurred to right. them. And it's because we are so jumbled up inside. Absolutely.
1: And selfish and self-centered and mm-hmm. thinking it's all about us. Yeah. And. So what's your plan for the week? Because you have a big week.
2: Yeah, you have a big week this week. Bree wins the lotto ticket. Well, really quick. I will get back to that, but
1: I just wanted to point out how our, you know, we're telling on ourselves, like, that is us, and, like, so these resentments, like, that's the whole freedom from them is telling on yourself, like, this is why I'm pissed off, this person did this, they're crappy, oh, wait, no, just kidding, what, what's my part, I don't know, I like... Well,
0: yes, and, but it's not, we're just kidding, because... It's real. I mean, well, sometimes it's fancy, oh. sometimes it's real. But those feelings that we have—the feelings are definitely are real. real. but right. We don't know how to cope with them. So, well, okay. I didn't know how to cope with my feelings, so I drank or smoked. I drank. I can't talk. I can't add. I can't talk. <laughs> I can't do. I can't do anything. I can. I can love. Um, I need love. Um, okay. So, what was I saying? I don't know. You go. Well,
1: what was the original question? What's my plan this week?
2: Because yes, I got a lot going on. Yes. What's your plan this week? Yeah, how, how, what's your coping plan?
1: Okay, so today I'm gonna just take it one day at a time and yeah. live in the now, mm-hmm. because I will worry about the future. You know, I'm taking two days off of work to do something special for my birthday, mm-hmm. and I'm already just sitting here. I'm feeling anxious about not getting an, like not getting ahead at work to actually feel comfortable taking those days off. And then Lynn, you had some, said something now about like living in the now, and I'm like. The reading was about living in the now today, so I'm just going to reel it back in and do what I can today. Yeah.
2: So... It, It saved my ass last week, and when I said it to her, it was, like, so automatic that I said that, because I hadn't really even... I hadn't worked on a plan too much, I'll be very honest, I'm going to tell on myself. I hadn't really worked on a plan, because I'm very familiar with the cycles of, like, when I have big events, or a series of big events, how you leading up to the event is always the hardest part. It's the anxiety and, you know, trying to get everything straight. Yeah. And then once it starts, I just, I get in my groove and I start rolling. And the, it clicked when I told you that. I'm like, that's just what I have to do to get through my stressful week. I don't need to anticipate what might happen in four days. I need to worry about right now. And it it,
0: And that's what's so cool about having a posse of women that mm-hmm. are like-minded, yeah. that work a program together because we remind each other, yes. right? We're, we're like, okay, well, what's your plan? Because I could tell you were stressed. And I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do for you this week? Because, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And you don't think about it when you're in that jumbled up mess. No.
1: Oh, yes. And that's what I wanted to say is probably the the biggest culprit of my resentments is just being busy. because. Yeah. I, I do not always plan well, and sometimes I forget to write stuff down, so then someone will text me, oh, hey, I'm looking forward to seeing you this day, and so then stable. I realize I've double-booked myself or I, I'm really tired at the end of that day and I really wish I could cancel, but, you know, we got to keep our commitments. Or I planned a whole day for one person and told someone else no, and then that person can't, you know, the first person canceled on me. could have hung out with And it's, yeah, just like, it, not, yeah. So I get very resentful just at being busy just that, just that being busy with life, like it's well, not even a person. It's well, like it's a
0: self-resentment, hun. It's like you're resentful at yourself for being busy a little bit,
1: or you know, you can. My with, introvert crab self wants to re, like
2: yeah retreat. And then, and then there's that part of you the, the pleasing self that that wants to do everything for everybody. Yeah, it's, but the, you know, worry about that next week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah I wanted to talk about that as part of the topic. Yeah. Because, yeah, people can obviously piss me off. I got resentments at people sometimes because, you know, it's my circus and my monkeys aren't behaving the way I want them to behave or my clowns or whatever mm-hmm. you say. Um, but also just being busy, man. I know some people really like to be busy. I really hate being busy. I'm saying. i like to have time at the end of the day to recharge, sit quietly, you know, yep. melt my brain on some TV, take a, you know, shower. When I'm busy, yeah, take a bath.
2: Mm-hmm. So And, you know, that's where boundaries come into it. And I, I still really suck at boundaries. I'm very uncomfortable with it. I don't like it. But I'm, I'm working on it. I mean, that's all I can do is work on it, recognize it.
1: Right. And I saw another quote on Instagram that said, a resentment is a sign a bo- might be a sign that a boundary is needed. Mm-hmm. Resentment might be a sign that a boundary is needed.
2: And I like that. Mm-hmm. setting boundaries
1: with myself for my time too yeah
0: yeah well schedule schedule yourself in schedule yourself your downtime in because we I'm the same way like um I was reading this article and some people get recharged from being around a lot of people and some people get recharged from being alone yeah and um and I think I'm the alone I like the alone Right. right like I like that I have when I lived alone for the first time, I realized how to calm down. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, whoa, this is what I need. Like, Same don't you. talk to me. I don't talk to you. I just need a couple hours. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned to do before when I was really stressed was to try and schedule in some mm-hmm. time. Now it's totally different. And I'm I'm learning how to manage other things, but yeah, schedule that schedule that shit in there. This is brie
1: sacred brie time. Oh Tuesday, oh sorry, Lynn. I'm uh, hanging out with uh, Bree that day. (laughs) And uh, Wednesday looks like Bree and I are going out for coffee and dinner. And Thursday, Bree and I are going to a meeting.
2: (laughs) It's funny because Tuesdays are my evening that I keep open, and then I choose if I'm going to do anything or not.
1: Oh, I like that. (laughs) So you guys all know, Lynn chose me this week on her Tuesday. She asked if I needed help packing for my move. So yay, I choose you. I I have the best friends in the
2: world. We love you. We all do. Yeah. We're lucky. Yeah. We love each other hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I love it.
1: (laughs) Any last thoughts about resentments?
0: I mean, just that I need to try to stop living in them. And Mm -hmm. and and that's the whole thing of the program. When I worked step four and five the first time, um, immediately it wasn't freeing to get rid of the resentments. But... Quickly thereafter, I realized how much being mad at everybody was holding me back, mm-hmm. and now I don't have to live like that. And then the really cool part of having a step 10, like you were talking about earlier, to, to review those resentments so that they don't... I mean, because I had resentments for years. I mean, 30... Oh, yeah. I was oh, 37 yeah. when I got sober, so probably 30 years worth of resentments, mm-hmm. and... Finally, to get rid of that, to, like, out loud say it or, or write it or whatever it was. There's something so healing about that process and so difficult, too.
2: But healing is yeah. more important. And I was just thinking, too, um, I, I don't... My goal is not to live a resentment-free life. My goal is to learn how to deal with my resentments when they pop up. Yep. And I think... Good way to put it. Yeah. And that's just for me. I mean, that's my goal. I think. Yeah,
1: I was just about to say. I think that's my golden nugget.
2: Say it again,
0: because I'm gonna make it. Say it again.
2: Okay. My goal is not to live a resentment-free life. My goal is to learn how to deal with resentments when they pop up. Boom. I'm dropping the mic. Mic drop. And that that was because of you guys.
1: And I. Well, I got another profound Lynn quote out of today. I won't. Well, but it's, it's not in regard to resentments, but
2: it was really good, so I'm definitely going to... We, we never know what direction we're going to take when we start talking, and I get so much out of this. And it's like, I work through so many little things. I just said, like, I work through so many things, that I didn't even know what I needed to work on. That's the beauty. I feel that way, too. Yeah.
0: Or that we didn't realize we were already working through them, mm-hmm. but we were. Yes. And I'm just here to state the obvious often. <laughs> You're like my daughter. My daughter does the same thing. (laughs) You remind me of my... uh, A lot. That's so sweet. In a good way.
1: But I have a question. When I'm stating the obvious, is the obvious already seen by everyone else? So then am I just the last one to to the... No. To the party? Usually.
0: Well, at least for me... It's the gift of see. I find it funny when people do that. That really tickles my funny bone when people state the obvious. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I see it, and sometimes I don't. But you verbalize it so clearly that it's like, oh yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I do, and sometimes it's like, well, yeah, duh, because I just hadn't thought of it like that in that black and white. I just don't, and then you say it, and I'm like, well, yeah. All right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's a it's a gift. It is a gift.
1: Better than resentment, I guess. (laughs) Always. Always. All right. Any last thoughts?
2: I'm good. I'm great. We got a big week, and we're going to go conquer.
0: We're going to conquer hard.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to friend hard, and we're going to conquer hard
1: this week. Yeah.
2: Thanks, everybody, for, for, for... For just being here and listening to us. And don't forget to subscribe, review, rate, and you can follow us now on pretty much, I think, most... We're up on Stitcher.
0: We're on Spotify. We are on... Holy Spotify. Holy Holy Spotify. Spotify. And obviously at Apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. and... You can get to us from Podbean and Google Play. Yes, and
2: don't forget to check out our Instagram page. We will have some golden nuggets from today and a couple other fun photographs.
0: And so very, very thankful we hit, we conquered a thousand downloads. Thank you. That's amazing it is. that people are actually listening. Oh, that was so freaking cool. It's <laughs> awesome. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, everybody.
2: All right, try out. Try out. Try out
0: we here at telling on ourselves thank you so much for listening please if you like what you heard rate review subscribe all of those things we're on social media all over the place at telling on ourselves can't wait to hear bye